0: Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life Free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I always love that you're here every week. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. And I so appreciate you sharing this podcast with your friends and your family. And, um, you know, I've been talking to a lot of you lately and I'm, I'm really super excited that you're loving this podcast and that makes me happy. And it also makes me excited to keep creating more. So we are going to keep going at this. And so please, please tell your friends about it. And, um, you know, I actually have a couple ladies who I'd like to bring on here if they're willing and they're listening to this, who have been listening to the podcast and, Have actually had great success with following the tips and the advice that I give, and they've had some really great results. So, if you are listening and applying the information I give you, congratulations, because that's, you know, half the battle is (laughs) most of the battle is actually applying it. So, good for you. And if you have not yet tried applying the information I give you, then, you know, give it a shot. You just might be surprised. So today, um, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind quite a bit lately. And after several conversations with friends and some of my clients and just people in general, I know that it's on many women's minds and men's too, but definitely women. And that topic is aging and beauty, right? Aging and beauty. We live in a culture where beauty is really put up on a pedestal, right? I mean, I think it always has been, you know, like even way back in the day, like everybody loves pretty things, right? Pretty people, pretty flowers, pretty everything. So we look at beautiful women and men and strive to look like them or be like them. We buy excessive amounts of night cream and eye creams, praying that it will be the magical fountain of youth that the advertisement promises it will be, right? Have you ever done that? You're like, I have to buy that one. I mean, I so believe that that's the best eye cream out there. I have so many different brands in my cabinet. It's a little ridiculous. You know, we use these seven step cleansing routines. We take special supplements. We sleep on silk pillowcases. We stop using straws. We invest in cream makeup so that our creases don't get cakey. We investigate cosmetic surgery and med spa services and spend time scrolling through Instagram looking at fashion models who are airbrushed. We fight hard to keep our youth. But no matter how much we try, our physical beauty. Is going to fade. Our skin is going to sag. Our face will have uneven skin tones. We're going to have some scars. We're going to have some bags under our eyes. We're going to have wrinkles and lines, and we will get a saggy neck, which, by the way, is my newest discovery and is driving me bonkers. The skin on our arms and legs will obviously start to get a little baggy and saggy. Maybe our skin just won't bounce back like it used to. And I'm not saying all of this to depress you, I promise. I'm actually going to try to pep you up and remind you of why we are here and why our fading beauty is actually okay and how it is, in fact, a good thing. So if you're listening to this and you're older than me, you will understand what I'm talking about, or if you're my age. If you're younger than me, just wait. You'll, it'll all start to make sense, I promise. So I think I started to have my first feelings of, uh uh-oh, I'm starting to get old, when I turned 44. I had just gotten a pacemaker of all things a few weeks before, and that made me feel like I was automatically catapulted to the old age group. I also started to notice these like brown, like sunspots on my face, and my forehead wrinkles were literally the only thing I could see when I looked at photos or in the mirror, or if I was like editing a video that I had done, all I could see were these big wrinkles in my forehead. Oh, couldn't stand it. So previous, though, to this time, I really had no problem leaving my house without makeup. You know, I would like get up, throw my hair in a ponytail and leave and not really care. Like I just didn't really think about it that much. But suddenly I was starting to spend a little bit more time on my face before leaving the house. Even if I was wearing workout clothes, which, by the way, if you know me, that 99% of the time I'm wearing workout clothes, I, I still would try to wake up my face a little with a touch of makeup. Since then, I have gotten glasses that I have to wear all the time, which makes me feel older and not as attractive. And I have many new areas on my face and neck that are definitely sagging. So I'm telling you about my personal flaws because I just want you to know that whatever you're feeling about your own face or body, you're definitely not alone. We all know that we're going to age and with age, we will change. Okay. We know this, but is it really that bad? I mean, why are we so obsessed with looking young and beautiful all the time? After I started to feel less pretty on the outside, I knew that it was really time to dig into what I want in my life. I mean, who can I be without my youth? You know, I mean, who can I be if I no longer feel attractive? What will happen to me if all of this goes away? Will I be forgotten? Will I be a mere shadow of my former self? Well, to help answer these questions for myself, I decided to look at the women in my life who are older than me and who inspire me. Not only do I have women in my family who are or were amazing and gorgeous to me, I also have worked with so many women. Some of you are listening right now, okay? Some of you are older than me, and I just think you're amazing and beautiful, and I want to be just like you and like the women I'm about to talk about. So when we think of it that way, you know, it's like, we're so much harder on ourselves than on other people. So keep that in mind too. So I I actually do have too many women in my life to name them all. So I want to pay homage to one of my favorite women who ever lived. And that is my grandma, Ray. This is my mom's mom. She had the most gentle soul. She was always positive and funny. She was encouraging, definitely willing to drink a Coors Light with you anytime. And the first person that I went to with my problems, I was lucky to have her live near me when I was a teenager. I would go straight to her house after school many days and fill her in on all of the teenage drama. She always had like such good ideas and perspectives. She helped me to navigate many many of those teenage girl, you know, drama situations, and she taught me so much about being humble and kind. Physically, I thought she was just the cutest, most beautiful thing. She was a slender woman with bright white hair since the day I can remember. In fact, I think she had gray hair super early, um, so I don't even remember seeing pictures of her. Not many pictures, at least, of her without having white hair. She had these blue, literally sparkling eyes and these rosy cheeks. I never once heard her talk bad about herself or about really anybody. She loved everybody. And she just had this calm and comforting vibe about her all the time. That is the kind of woman I want to be. And then her sister, Annie, she is what um, probably I would call a hippie maybe hopefully that isn't disrespectful in any way, because I thought she was so cool. She was very earthy, always, you know, drinking teas. She probably smoked some fun stuff too. I'm not sure, but maybe, um, she was always growing her own vegetables and, you know, she just was this cool lady. And she wore this, like, I don't know if it was a bun or like, kind of like a, like a beehive, not a beehive, but I always thought she had like you when know, her hair was always up and kind of looked like that old school like beehive. Um, and she too had these beautiful blue eyes and silver hair. She was always kind, doing good for others and never had a negative thing to say to me or about anyone. And I remember thinking I wanted to be a cool old lady just like her. So after I spent time thinking about what I love about these women and the women who have made an impression in my life, I realized quickly that I think they are beautiful inside and out. And that is what matters, right? That is what life is about. Not just having a pretty face or a fit physique. Surely, you know, we already know that we're supposed to think this, right? We're supposed to say, oh, beauty's on the inside, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And we know this, but, right, it's not really until you face fading beauty that it really sinks in. So, when you start to feel worried or upset, okay, here are some things to consider to appreciate your aging body and face and discover your true, true beauty. So, first up, your uniqueness. You are unique. The way you crinkle your nose or roll your shoulders, (laughs) roll your shoulders, roll your eyes or laugh, these things make you like who you are. They make you, you. These unique qualities and gestures. What make us beautiful? Okay, the way you laugh, the way you, um, you know, whatever you do, these little, the little things that we do, and that's when you, when you really adore somebody. It's those little things you notice about them, right? More than their, you know, pretty eyelashes, even though I mean that could be a thing too. But it's these other things about people that are so beautiful. Okay, and guess what? You're going to keep those things forever. And I told you about my grandma Ray, she did this really cute thing. She would shrug her shoulders and wink at you. It was adorable and I'll never forget it. So, so the first thing that you know shows your true beauty is just you and your uniqueness. The second thing is your outlook on life. Negative Nellies don't seem as pretty to me you know, like people who are negative and complaining all the time have a kind of gloomy gray cloud around them. But those who are happy and positive and always looking for the silver lining seem to sparkle just a little bit brighter than others. And I'm sure you know someone who maybe isn't super beautiful from a traditional like, you know, sense, but who you think is super gorgeous just because you love how they are, how they view the world and how they treat people. This is real beauty, and anyone can have it for eternity. Okay, another thing is your smile. A smile can make anyone the most beautiful person in the room or on earth. I love more than anything to see someone who is normally very serious and grumpy, you know, and maybe they're not real peppy. I love to see those kind of people smile. It's like seeing the clouds clear and the sun shine bright, and it's like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you have someone in your life that is just too serious all the time, but when they smile or laugh, it's like the best thing ever. That is true beauty. Now, the fourth thing is your brain and your experiences. What you offer the world is beautiful. Your gifts, your knowledge, your experience, your stories, you have so much to offer those around you, no matter how much your forehead is starting to wrinkle or how much your butts like sagging, right? It doesn't matter. Like what you bring to the table, what you bring to the world, is what makes you unique and beautiful. So one of my favorite parts of coaching women, whether it's to you know eat better or to move more, is to help women find their inner power, their true deep self. We're so much more, what we look like on the outside. We are so much more than what we see in the mirror. So I started this episode today telling you about what I'm noticing about my face and what changes I'm seeing physically, but I haven't told you what I'm doing about it. So here you go. First of all, I am moving forward, right? I am not supposed to look like a 25-year-old anymore. I'm just not. And even though that can feel a little scary and even sad, it's actually a great thing. There's so many new experiences still ahead for me. Right. I mean, I have these kids that, you know, still have a whole life in front of them that I hope to be a part of an experience like watching them get married and have kids and maybe someday I'll have grandkids. You know, I look forward to all of those things and that's important to me. And actually moving forward and aging in a way is, is nice because it's almost more relaxing. There's no more, like you don't have to expect so much of your beauty anymore. Okay. That's just one thing I'm thinking about to help me move forward. Secondly, I'm continuing to take care of my body. Okay. I think it's super important to take care of your body. As long as you have it, it's your responsibility to take care of it. So I'm exercising appropriately for me. I'm eating nutrient dense foods most of the time. I am drinking lots of water and I'm getting eight to nine hours of sleep every night. Actually, it's been closer to nine hours most nights. feels amazing. I am stretching and I'm taking rest days to recover. And guess what? I'm not beating myself up if I'm not getting in a hardcore workout every day. That was the younger version of me. Now I'm so much more relaxed about it and I'm taking better care of myself. I actually am caring for my body more by taking care of it instead of abusing it with too much exercise and not eating enough. Okay. And oh, and by the way, I am using night creams. All right. Don't get me wrong. I am trying to slow the sag. (laughs) I'm going to still work on that too. Another thing is, I'm doing more of what I want and not what I feel obligated to do. I'm striving to live a life that I love for me, not for others. And this means being with the people that I actually want to be with, doing activities that I want to do, going to bed early if I want, who cares if it's early, eating a cookie when I want to, and truly soaking up the time I have with my family. The fourth thing I'm doing is working on a bucket list. So I used to think that was so cliche and I've tried it before, but I didn't take it as seriously as I am now. So now my husband and I have started a list. We want to travel. We want to experience more. It's like, we just want to see more and do more. And I feel like, you know, it's like, as you age, you start to feel this urgency of like, Ooh, I I need to, I need to get started on this list here because I don't know how much time we have. Right. And I don't mean that in a scary way, but I just mean like, it's time because there's no time like the present. So we're making this list, okay? And none of the things that we want to do require being beautiful or, you know, like amazingly like fit. They only require us to be healthy and able, okay? Now, a couple of them require some fitness levels because I want to do some hiking up more mountains, but you know, you don't have to look gorgeous hiking up a mountain. You just got to be able to get up the mountain. So we can't control time, you know, but we can control what we do with it. We can't control aging, but we can control how we feel about it. When beauty fades, then you have to have deeper reasons for taking care of yourself. If you only seek good nutrition to slim down, or you only exercise to keep your butt perky, or to try to get your butt perky, (laughs) then you might be missing out on what is truly important. And that's being functional. That's being able, that's being happy and living a quality life that may or may not include outer beauty. Oh, oh, oh. And I think I need to say that it's okay to want to look great. Don't get me wrong. It's totally okay to want to dress nice and wear makeup and look cute, no matter our age. But what I'm trying to point out is that you don't have to try so hard when you're just being yourself. Okay. So I leave you today this is a quick one with a question. Who are you? I mean, who are you really? Many people lose sight of who they are and what's important to them. Okay. It's easy to get caught up in the whole world of weight loss and dieting and Botox and makeup and other anti-aging gimmicks. But if you can just stop and remember who you are and what's important to you, you might realize that you don't need to be fighting so hard to stay young and beautiful. So you guys, that's all I have for you today. It's short and sweet, and I don't have all the answers to this, but um, you know, when it comes to aging, what's right and what's wrong, only you can answer that for yourself. But the bottom line is this, when outer beauty fades, that's when we need to lean in hard on our other human qualities that make us who we are and really work towards striving towards a life that makes us happy. Okay. And that makes us um, feel good on the inside. So if you're feeling unhappy with your quality of life currently, and you're tired of worrying all the time about how you look, please consider reaching out and let's see if my 12 week program can help you get back some spunk in your health and in your mindset. You can email me at rayannmullins at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.